0: Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Tamara, here on another episode of Talk with Tam. Thanks for joining us tonight. Tonight's topic, we are going to be talking about balance. How to find it and how to maintain it. Very important. Key fundamentals to life. Balance. How to find it and how to maintain it. Would like to welcome our very first podcast speaker. It is our First Lady Zaikiya Davison from Grace Tabernacle Church under the leadership of Pastor Elder Travis Davison, who happens to be her husband. So, Tonight, we are going to be talking about balance, how to find it and how to maintain it, and how balance relates to your faith, your children, and of course, your household duties. So sit back, relax, as we get ready to explore how we can have a little bit more balance in our life. Here on another episode of Talk with Tam. So welcome back. As mentioned tonight, we will be discussing balance. Special thanks to Talk With Tam's evening guest, First Lady Zakiya Davison. So before we get started um, with tonight's topic, First Lady would like to give you the floor to take a quick moment to introduce yourself to our listeners tonight. Take it away.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm so happy um, for the invitation. I'm First Lady Kia, um, and I'm just honored to be on the podcast tonight.
0: Great. Well, thank you for accepting the invitation. We are excited to have you here on another episode of Talk with Tam. So let's get right into our topic of tonight, which is all about balance, how to find it and how to maintain it. Um, As I like to always do when we get ready to start our podcast, just to have a reflection to the Lord. So we'll take a moment to do that. And then also thank you for allowing us to see another day, bringing us through this day while keeping all of our loved ones safe and covered with your love. Amen. Amen. So, first ladies IKEA, we um we're gonna talk about tonight's topic, which is balance, my faith, my kids, my household duties, and what that's all about. So um I had an opportunity to look up the word balance, and um I saw one definition which I really liked and it spoke um to me and it was defined as a condition in which different elements are equal or in the correct proportion. Um, the example that they gave in the dictionary was, try to keep a balance between work and relaxation. So can you tell us uh, what balance means to you and how you maintain it with your faith, kids, and your household duties?
1: Balance for me um, is just taking time for yourself nice not overwhelmed. And what I mean by taking time for yourself in order to have balance you must first think of yourself because i think sometimes we put so much on our plate and we forget about ourselves but once we put ourselves first um then everything else kind of falls into play because if i am rested my mind my body then i can give everybody else what they need but if i beat myself down to give everybody else what they need That I'm not giving it to them 100% and I'm not
0: giving myself 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, And sometimes, especially being women, um, we have that instinct of always wanting to do, 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 do. And sometimes we really don't take a moment to say to ourselves, wait a minute, you know, let's slow down here. Um, Because I think it has a lot to do with obligations, Sometimes we feel like we're obligated to always have to do and always have to have a right response and a right answer because that's, I guess the instinct of a woman. Um, so, as a mother, how do you uh, maintain your balance when it comes to your children? um, especially because you have two, a boy. And a girl, and they're of that busy stage of school and activities, and then also church. So, how can you share with our listeners how ta- how you can obtain the balance when it comes to your kids? Um, for us, and I know for me, um,
1: balance has to come to our children, as you said. I'm very active <laughs> at times, and my husband being a pastor. And our children being active, and me being active, you know, our lives are just—I mean, our lives are super crazy. But what happens is, my um, husband said something that that we kind of live by in our household is that before God created the church, He created family. Mm. And so, in our household for a while, we didn't—we did not agree um, on balance when it came to our children. Because he had one idea and I had another. Okay. And then finally, um, our son got, maybe, maybe about two three years ago, he just kept pressing, pressing about playing a particular sport. And we all know football, different things, they roll around on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so we finally came to this conclusion, like, you know what? We just can't keep telling him no. But. We're at the place that maybe we can kind of tweak something so that he can do it. Okay. And we kind of came together and tweaked up this little schedule um, where we were able to kind of stick his sporting. I have a daughter who's very active in cheerleading and just different things. And that also takes place. That could be Saturday. That could be Sunday. And so be being the first lady of the church. you got to think. Um, my husband will take me take me worship, or could you preach this Sunday, could you do this, could you do that and you know, Ada has football and Langston has cheerleading and I'm like, oh my god, I don't know how we're going to do this like sometimes it definitely crazy, but what we have to do is we have to just sit down and this is just this is, we have to literally sit down with each other and say, hey listen, we know that in this season this is going to take place so, we set our schedule up where Basically, I'm usually the one for football season. Mommy's the one. Daddy can't leave the pulpit. Mommy's the one out there driving a- across New Jersey to get to cheerleading. This is mommy's band for the weekend because Daddy can't miss church. But then Daddy finds himself where if he has to uh, end out service a little bit early mm-hmm. so that he can make it to a football game, he will because we we're blessed to be in a place where we can do that for the moment, but we didn't, We never wanted to take that away from him because we didn't want him to get older and say, well, you know, to kind of turn his back on to the church, you know, turn his back to church to say, well, the church was so important that daddy can never make it to my football game, mm-hmm. or daddy can never make it to my cheerleading competition, Right. And so our balance came where we had to decide, hey, listen, they're only going to be long for this long, okay? And if we live a life before them, for them to miss a Sunday, it's gonna be okay. Mm. Because before before they go, we'll have Sunday school. Right. away we'll in the car, we'll have a lesson because at the end of the day it's about teaching them. Yeah. so we we have to get to that place with our children that you know, we we have to stop saying no.
0: Right.
1: Because, because I, I thought and my thoughts are that you can't, you don't want them to miss out on the things because then they'll be thirsty for it later because mm. they felt that they missed something.
0: Right. It'll be like a form of resentment. Um sure. I remember growing up and I could definitely, you know, speak about that because my mom's a pastor and my dad's the chairman deacon. So my dad was very active in all of our sports growing up. He was the coach and my mom would always be at church. And I never really see, you know, my mom at any of like my basketball games, softball games, but I remember Having, you know, a conversation with her saying it would be nice if I can see you, you know, in the stands one day. So knowing my mom and how, you know, sensitive she is, you know, with me being, you know, her only girl, she would come occasionally, but the occasions that she did come, I mean, it warmed my heart because I look up and I see my mom smiling with joy. So growing up, just knowing that I had my parents there for the support was amazing. Um, And then also seeing that there was life outside of church. And I think sometimes that can be you know, something that is a little difficult when it comes to maintaining the balance. And I like the part that you mentioned about before church, you know, God created family and that's your first ministry family. So that leads me to talk about your faith. Um, So maintaining your kids and the household duties, and we'll get to that later because as a woman and a wife, you know, we always have household duties but <laughs> your faith um in this season especially with busy kids and football and cheerleading and balancing the house and having a husband um who's a pastor so you have a church you have individuals members that um need things but then also you as an individual you need certain things and Sometimes, you know, you could be mentally, emotionally, and physically tired, and your faith is tested. So, can you speak about um, how you maintain your faith with finding the balance?
1: Yes. You know, sometimes, um, for me, I would say I had to learn. The hard way mm. um, about balancing out my life and and faith and just trusting God that He's going to to guide me. It took me getting sick mm. for me to realize that I had to. And God was saying, Do you understand what I'm saying? And mm. if you put me first, don't try to be super woman. Don't try to be everything to everybody. Just trust me that I've got you uh, and I, I, And everything will be okay. But it took me honestly um, to get sick for my husband to, and this is it. I, I'm a real, I, I'm just real. For
0: my that, husband mm-hmm. to,
1: to realize like, oh my gosh, not that he was not good. No, 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 no. Because I, I'm not going to say that because when we get to the next part, you don't understand where I'm coming from. But <laughs> okay. It, it is. It took him to say, oh my gosh, some of the smallest things I can help her with. Mm. You know, um, my faith kept me through understanding why I needed balance. Right. You know, because I'm I, 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 I praying God, not understanding why am I in this moment, and God is saying because I need you to trust me mm. when you're trying to work everything out on your own, but I need you to trust me yeah, so that I can set everything up for you. And don't get me wrong, we, we, we fall into these um, places, as you said, where we get ourselves overwhelmed, where we get ourselves like we're thinking, but when you really just sit and have a conversation with God, and you just talk to him and just say, God, I listen, this is way too much. Mm-hmm. It might seem like a light thing to somebody else, but my world is like, you ever think of like that the past baby devil? You saw that on the cartoon? Right. You would like, leave out the room. You find yourself sometimes in those places where you can do nothing but fall on your feet. Mm. And, and you can do nothing but just pray to God, like, listen, God, I have so much on my soul. Yes. I, have my husband, I have my own life and God I can use so that I can do this. Right. And everyone and everybody doesn't understand you because
0: everybody doesn't live your life. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing else to do but go to God. Right. And I think that that's that's really key, knowing that we can go to God. And um sometimes we feel like you're Almost to the point of where you are suffocating of being busy and always doing that, you know, God will put you in a place where you say, "Okay, God, enough is enough. I get the message very clearly that I need to sit down and rest in you and knowing that my strength and my help comes from you. And if I surrender and give you all that you see that I'm going through, I know without a shadow of a doubt, you'll bring me through. And I think sometimes in our busyness of life, sometimes as women, we don't take ownership of saying, I need a moment. Uh Mommy needs a moment to rest. Mommy needs a moment to clear her head. Mommy needs a moment where there's no noise, no, no noise. noise, and it it brings me back to how growing up in the church, they will always say, You have to go to your secret closet. no one knows that secret closet is set for you, and sometimes we forget because we're in the the do do now, do this, do that, that we have to sit back and relax and and know and trust god and um um, you know, glad that God has been answering prayers for your healing. Um, and I believe that you will be stronger to face any in every situation that he puts before you. So I just think that it's a blessing that you were able to recognize that God was sending the clear and direct message that, okay, you know, daughter, it's time for you to slow down a little bit. <laughs> And, then, and you're, you're, I mean, you are,
1: you are, at that's exactly how clear it came to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's exactly how clear it was. It was like, do you get it now? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm like, wow. Like when I, I, for me, I mean, if I can, I had a heart surgery last year. Okay. And all the things that took place, it kind of just went fast. So it was like, oh, you know, it'll take you five this, but it took me three weeks. Mm. Oh, you'll be you'll be in the hospital for Saturdays days. I was in there for like four and a half days, five days, you know. Mm-hmm. So then all of that but that was my God was giving me that time to rest. Yeah. I was so busy about getting back to my life mm-hmm. that I didn't even take the rest. Do you understand yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I understand.
0: Like, he, has,
1: <laughs> he has given me that Mm-hmm. And I didn't even take it. So I was like, "Wow!" I was trying not to, that I that I was happy that I had the hard so time at this moment. I got you covered with that. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you a moment to digress People are waiting on you. People are cooking. You want to get up. You want to. You want to get up. You want to walk around. But how about relax and rest? breath? Yeah. No, no. But I couldn't do that. Oh, so then wow. I, I I had not even. That was July uh-huh.
0: and, then, and
1: then January of this year. The Lord said, you, must, you really don't get it. And so then he had to sit me down. And at that time, I said, I understand. Mm. And then when I, 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 I get it, it's okay. You don't have to do nothing. I get it. I'm all right. And then what happened? I was able to get my prayer life and my communication back. I was able to think clearly and I was able to write and I was able to read and I was able to pray and I was able to do all of these things that as you just said that life got so busy. It was, I prayed but I really did my time and I really all of these things and so now I I, I had to like refocus Mm. And I had to sit down. That was refocus in my family, mm-hmm. refocused in my relationship with him, with my husband, my ch- everybody, my life in general. And then now, that's where the true balance came in because if I can't do it, I can't do it. Right. If I if I can't make it, I can't make it. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I I apologize. I just can't do it anymore. And how
0: refreshing how reassuring and refreshing. It is to know that you finally have acknowledged your acceptance. To say sometimes I just can't come, sometimes I just can't make it, and being free in that and knowing that it's okay, and I believe that that's like where we see the growth because we see what God brought us from, and brought, and we definitely don't want to go back. So where He's bringing you to is a whole nother. area of elevation, like, okay, I'm above all of this mess that I went through before, and I'm definitely not going back. And the scripture even says that if we have all these heavy burdens that we're supposed to come and surrender and give those to God, because he gives us rest. And I mean, if it's in the scripture and we are believers of Jesus Christ, then we need to remind ourselves of what the scriptures say. If we're believing it and we're praying, now we have to execute it. And I think uh-huh. that that's where, you know, our true step of faith comes to know that it's deeper than just reading it in the Bible. It's applying it and then actually put in footsteps to these actions to make that the realization of these scriptures come to life and apply them in our lives every day. So with everything that you experienced and gone through, how has this shifted your household and your duties? I heard you saying before um, previously that your husband took notice that he could help you with certain things and among the house. And I think that was really key and needed for you know the households to know that it's a partnership that we both can do certain things but growing up you have the stigma of hearing well the woman does everything in the house she cooks, she cleans and uh-huh. takes care of this and that and that can be overwhelming and that can disrupt your balance. So how has this transition and everything that you've gone through helped you apply better balance to your household? Um, I would say my husband
1: has been um very, he's very attentive, but he's also an irritable because he likes to cook. He is one who kind of deserves the cooking because a he doesn't like my cooking because I'm vegetarian, uh, vegetarian, you know, he is <laughs> <and>, um, <laughs>
0: He likes some meat. He likes he some he
1: beef. Likes beef you know? <laughs> so don't get me wrong. There are times I like it too. He's like, no babe, I have it. It's okay. <laughs> I'll cook. Okay. Um, and so that's kind of the dynamics of our of our household at times. Mm-hmm. Um Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. but the dynamics of running my household comes on me. Yeah. So does kid A have to go to the dentist, the doctor's, the football field, mm-hmm. a, a conference, a friend's house? And you, you, you hear that's like 20 things, right? Right, so right. I would, I, would, I would love to do <laughs> that load of laundry and put a meatloaf in the oven instead of having to register in my brain who has to go what who you know who has to go where who's coming over who's doing this who's doing that and so my husband realized like you know what I have to take some of the stress stress mm. also sure see so we sometimes get it twisted it's okay to cook and clean that's to me I think that's a light thing to go and load of laundry and it's light but maintaining your household and the day to day. Where where does your children have to go, honey? Don't forget you have this. I have to go here. That is far more mentally draining, I believe, than anything else. And through this that we learn to work together more. Mm. So it, you know, honey, i Can you help them with their homework? More. I'll i um, gather up the laundry and then, you know, here. Or, you know, let's, let's do this together. Or I would say, you know, here, you know, if somebody has an appointment, I'm sending it to you so it can be stored in your phone because you're going to take them now. You know what I mean? And so those smaller things, as a wife, as a mother, we try to take them. A- everything yeah because we want everything correct my husband I can't I'll be honest with you I don't even know the last time he went to the store to say like I'm gonna go pick out clothes Mm -hmm. or I'm gonna go something like I mean I'm gonna go pick this out I don't know the last time he's done it but it's Motherly control, right?
0: <laughs> the mama bear, the you mama, know, mama bear, the <laughs> it all. You know, yeah,
1: the way, I mean, right. I had to burn to this spot of, like, guess what? When I couldn't move my hand to do my daughter's hair, I had to take the ponytail that he did, mm-hmm. you know, or, or I had to call my cousin in or someone in to, you know, do what he had to take her to the hair salon to go get her hair done, you know, or something like that. I had to. All of these things, I had to relinquish control. And so now, our household, we communicate a little bit more. Good, yeah. Because it's like, listen, this is too much for me, mm-hmm. and so I need to take this. Yeah. You're, you know what I mean? And I think us women, we have to realize, we. I think we, we've been conditioned mm-hmm. by what we've heard and so and also what we have felt. Because as you said earlier, growing up oh, right, you know, here cook
0: Cooks and, and cleans and, cleans cleans and, all, and all of, of that. that, yeah. Right. But now
1: guess what? In my household I was raised by a simple mother. Mm-hmm. So in my my household, guess what? If the oil needs to change the car, who changed it? Mom. So like, well, mm-hmm. The light both I did have a brother, but he was, you know, he was a teenager older. right Done. Yeah. Like, you yeah. Know what I mean? I Absolutely. First, yeah, you know, because when I I got married, it was like, oh, the light bulb needs to be changed. Like, literally, I would just get up and change I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, the light bulb went out. It was like, give me here. me. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, I'll change the light bulb. See and, and, and I would be like, oh, I'm sorry. That's what I couldn't do. It. But then I had to understand that, you know what? God, <laughs> yeah. He was really uh huh. So I have to understand, like that's shifting, right? And, and so we, as women, sometimes carry um carry our childhood into our marriages, relationships, and that's how our balance gets thrown off.
0: Right, because that's... yeah, don't know our role. Right, exactly, and and I'm glad that you hit upon that because we don't know um each other's stories and we don't know how each person was raised um i was blessed to come from a two family you know, household, mom and dad. So I saw my dad going to work every day, my mom home, you know, cooking, cleaning, taking care Uh of the house. But that's how I was raised. Somebody else may not have had that. Um, Like you shared, you had, you know, your mom. Um, Somebody somebody may have had their grandparents or their aunts or, you know, other individuals um, coming in and playing a role in their lives. So, as you were saying, that sometimes in life we're conditioned. Um, So our situations are a result of what we have, you know, experienced in our childhood. So when we get to the point of age and we can recognize, oh, I could do this by myself, or I don't need a man to do this for me. I could do this and I could do that. But when we come into relationships, and acknowledging, oh, God sent me this man and God bless me. But you also have to understand that he's the man and you have to allow him to be the man and you have to allow him to do certain things. Just like you're the woman, you came of him, you know, and that's what the scripture talked about. Like he took, you know, the woman from the man, the rib. So, if God's sending you this rib, then you guys are going to have to know how to communicate and work out the partnership and understand each other's role. And there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? Okay, got it. No problem. Here are my strengths and here are my weaknesses. No problem. Let's put it together and let's get our individual plan that's going to work best for our household. It may not be the same as you were raised and it may not be the same how I was raised, but we're going to come together because we're one now and this is our household. So let's see Uh how we could do things together that's going to work for us. And I think that that's so vital when we step into positions of marriage, relationships, responsibility when it comes to children, um, because remember, they're watching, they're looking. Just like we were younger, we were watching, we were looking, we were listening. And those things that we experience have been attached to our lives. So imagine what our kids are going through, what they're seeing and what they're hearing and what they're, you know, listening to, that's going to actually affect them. So we want to make sure that if we are Christ centered, that we have the balance so our kids see everything they understand and they believe that this word that we are teaching them, showing them is going to be their foundation for when they get older and say, oh, I remember mommy said that you know, this, So you know, I remember daddy was sharing this and they worked that out. Yeah. So it's very key and important to give all of our kids tools so we can equip them to be better than what they see in us. And Zakia, I truly thank you for joining us on our podcast. Thank you for just accepting the invitation. I know this is a first for you to be on the podcast. And this is a first for me to actually have a guest. So thank you again. We truly appreciate you. And I hope all of our listeners got something out of it. And I apologize for any background noise with the microphone. We're just going to get better each and every time we have our podcast. So that's it for tonight. Talk with Tim. We'll see you next time. Thanks. You you know my mess, you know my you